Welcome to Extra Points with your host, Cousin Sal, and his pals, Dave Damashek and Charlotte Wilder. All right, welcome to Extra Points, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you with his good, good pals, Dave Damashek, Charlotte Wilder. Sorry if I look if I look exhausted, if I look like I've been crying all night, but I could lie and say that's not the case. I have been. I listened to the Taylor Swift album over and over and over. I mean, I probably you four or five times. Shut up, Sal. No, I don't even know if I know how to do it. I got so excited for a second. I was like, oh, his did sensitive you do it? side. No. Yes. Did you? Oh, you did? I'm, I stayed up till like 1.30 in the morning listening to Taylor Swift. Is that true? <laughs> yeah. Start to finish the whole album. Yep. Really? And? Is it new songs? Yeah. No, she this, she put out just the same album again. It's no, greatest of course it's hits? new songs. Wait, no, no, I thought she was putting out all her uh No, she, she so re-recorded she all her old songs. I no one could even tell anymore. Thing. That's how crazy it is if it's new song. But what what is, what kind of grade do you give it, Charlotte? I think it's fantastic. I think she she well, I'm not gonna go into my whole uh, you know, Taylor Swift review, but she Why? basically sounds like she is having so much fun. And this is the she wrote, I don't know, it's like fifty thousand songs during this pandemic, and it sounded like uh, she was having so much fun doing it and so good at it that she just kept going and then put them on an album. Interesting. Okay. Why is she having so much fun during a pandemic? Because she knows she's about to make thirty seven billion dollars off yeah, this album. Probably. All right. By the All way, right. that's a great uh, that's a great uh, uh, over the last uh, two decades out here in Hollywood. That's a great um, passive aggressive compliment, you know, quote unquote compliment for somebody who's friend or for your friend. If you like went to see their live play and it mm -hmm. stunk, like ask me, you're the performer, Charlotte. Like, mm -hmm. how, what did you think of my play? What you, what do you think of my uh, my play? Boy, it really seemed like you were having a lot of fun up there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. So, you know, do it again. Actually, Here's the other one. Here's the okay. other one, Charlotte. Do, do, ask me it again. Uh, uh, how was my play? What can I say? You've done it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. A way to get around it without actually. Well, I don't. Yeah, I don't know if Charlotte actually thinks it's good or not. I what the Taylor Swift. Was she having fun or were you having fun listening to it? Oh, no, both. Because she's okay. having fun making it. You have fun listening to it. And um, I think that also there's a we were, I was just talking about this uh, the other day with someone. There's a if someone tells you a story and you're like, oh, like that can't be true or, you know, just a way to deflect it is you say, how about that? Right. That's and true. I just, yeah. And I just think that, <laughs> I love that. So it's sort of, you know, it's the same along the lines of how is my play? It's like, oh, you don't believe you're like, how about that? Right. <laughs> well, it's All like right. when it's like when you, um, you know, we watch the Rams on TV on Thursday night. And it reminds me of like every time I bring up like, can you believe Jack and Jim Youngblood were two defensive players on the same Rams defense? And they were two white guys unrelated, both named Youngblood. Right. It's like, how about that? That's the response <laughs> I always get. Like, like, it's like you huh. don't say. Huh. Great. Wow. I, my, my thing of that, my big disappointment, if, if anyone I find out I meet that grew up in a town within 15 miles of me or even 20, I'm way more excited than they are about it. Right. <laughs> remember, this is getting the weeds. But remember, Dave, when our friend Dan Dratch found out that he went to the same high school as John Bynes and we they both wrote on the same writing staff at the man show. And Bynes was like, yeah, all right. Almost like they they shared a prison cell and he didn't want to talk about it. It <laughs> is 
I, well, I, cause yes, you think in the theoretical, like you go off to college is probably the biggest move or move to a different town, yeah. but yeah, you go to college and you're like, you, you, you realize through trial and error, like really there's not a second uh, question or conversation. Like, it's like, what you're from Pittsburgh too? Like, no way. Yeah. Huh. Oh, well, <laughs> that's, that, it. that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> you steal right. a guy. Yeah. 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 Stealer. Yeah. I guess it's like anything huh. else, right? No one's How equally no, <laughs> no one's equally excited to meet someone. If you're in a relationship, it's more or less once right. It's very hard to be 50-50 on anything reaction wise, right? I don't know. Maybe pretty we're much, just yeah, all, pretty much. That's we're all right. jaded, maybe. I don't you, know. You've done yeah. it again, Sal. <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> um, all right, so I'll listen to Taylor Swift. Uh, it's any song in particular, or should yes. I just get the whole? Uh, yes, the Go one, uh, the collaboration with Haim which is my favorite band. I mean, this was just okay. a very oh, big like night Heim, for me, you guys, because yeah. um, my the three artists I listened to most this year were Haim, Dolly Parton, and Taylor Swift. And then <laughs> nice. Haim and Taylor Swift are on a song together, and all we needed was Dolly to show up, and I would have just passed out. But um, uh, this is, yeah, the, the yeah. ultimate Hanukkah gift for you on night one. Yeah, okay. Truly, we'll, and the Haim we'll sisters out. are Jewish, and I'm like, oh my God, we're out here being represented. It's just, right. you know, uh, white ladies wife. don't get enough attention. So. My wife uh, it treats uh, her fellow Tennessean Dolly Parton like uh, a demigoddess. And, mm. Yeah, deservedly oh, she, so. Dolly's Dolly, done a lot of, but yeah, she is uh, worshipped in certain. Uh, you know, Dolly found country. out that she and your wife were both from Tennessee, and she was like, "Eh, whatever." I like the idea, <laughs> not for creepy <laughs> reasons, uh, uh, Charlotte, but yeah. it is funny at one thirty in the morning. You dancing around the Taylor Swift at the bottom of a bottle of a wine bottle. <laughs> know, is that what was going Taylor on? Taylor yeah. Swift is the grand time is a Jew. I was like, we're the same age. Oh my god! And she's following her dream, and I'm following my dream. Yeah, she's got- that old, really. She- <laughs> I love it. I love it. I want to. Uh, well, I will listen. I have god to catch up. It, Dave. <laughs> I have uh, like uh, six uh, episodes of the Lemon Pepper Parlay podcast to catch up on. But otherwise, after that, I am going to uh, <laughs> okay. I'm going to listen to this. Charlotte may have been on the bottom of that bottle hours before Dave as she watched yeah. the Rams dispatch of her I, Patriots. Pretty much, pretty much eliminating them. I mean, what could they be? Nine and seven now? And they still have a, a, a tough enough slate with no, Miami and Buffalo. It's got to be over, right? Is that what it's you over. took from that? It's, it's over. over. It, it's a pretty tall mountain to climb at this point. I was thinking about it. I'm sure this is an old question for Patriots fans within the 2020 season is if Tom Brady were on mm. this team, what would their record be? If you did, if mm. you change nothing else, y- yeah. but you assume, do assume that Gronk comes back and Antonio Brown signs, like the things that happened that right. were because okay. of Brady yeah. going to Tampa. Instead, they go back to Foxborough. What uh, what would their record be? I mean, I think because Cam's getting hammered right now, and he has not played well, obviously. But would Tom, would forty three year old Tom Brady with that collection of pass catchers? And would they would does, do people imagine they'd have eleven or twelve wins? I don't. Do I mean, it's funny you ask that because that's I was I kept thinking that last night. I because because yes, Cam has. My aunt texted me. She was like, I'm watching Cam, I have the same anticipatory stress watching Cam throw the ball as I do watching the kid in the musical who can't sing get up on the stage. <laughs> um, and Cam has not been good, but also like he's probably rattled because their offensive line sucks. They just, I mean, I know Aaron Donald is a beast and unbelievable and the Rams defense is shaping up to be absolutely terrifying right now. But like it, it, it was like they weren't even trying, you know? Yeah. And I think that 
with Brady, I think it might have been, you know, maybe their maybe their record's better by one or two games. Maybe he doesn't make the mistake that Cam made and fumble in the Bills game. He doesn't uh, not get through in the Seahawks game. Maybe that gives him more momentum, and then you kind of build on that. But I feel like it would have just been uglier. I feel like Brady would have been so pissed not being protected that it, it it all could have blown up. And I don't think Gronk or AB could have made enough of a difference on a team mm-hmm. that just does not have a defense and does yeah. not have their act together. I'm looking at that, Charlotte. I'm looking at their schedule, and I'm looking, okay, which one of these games did Cam win for them? <clears throat> I don't know. Not really any of them. Right. Conversely, they lost at Seattle. Probably would have done so with, with uh, Tampa. Lost uh, at Kansas City. That Denver one, maybe that was close. That was like 18 12 or something. I don't yeah. even remember that game. They got thrashed by the 49ers. They lost a close one at Buffalo. Yeah, I don't know, Dave. I think it's a one game difference at best. It's still struggling. You know, we've seen Brady, though, do so much with so little receiver wise and uh, name recognition wise. So it's always hard to tell. Boy, it's it's interesting because I feel like the high watermark of the 2020 season for the Patriots was the loss at Seattle. That's the yeah. one when you were watching mm-hmm. that game where you thought, wow, maybe they really can kind of when needed, they can still kind of shoot it out with a team. I mean, that I mean, obviously the Seahawks weren't playing any defense at that point, but they still almost rallied and won that game. I don't know. And then on the other hand, to play Devil's Damashek, would we <laughs> do we it, should our takeaway be that um Tom Brady in 2019 deserved more praise than he got. I know that that's what he tried to make it or his supporters tried to make it that like, man, he's doing it with nothing out there. Um, Well, he got more than praise. He got switched to a team that has a legitimate shot of making a run. So I guess, uh, yeah, I'm sure he would take the the trade off. I was thinking about that too. Watching last year, the, what I hated about watching last year was seeing how frustrated Brady obviously was mm-hmm. because you know that he 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 obviously you know, it's almost stupid to say this out loud he obviously has the skill set to make something work when he has people around him but like right. that it 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 you could just see it on his face and i think you can kind of see it on Cam's face and I, and i think that Cam probably got pretty rattled i think he's probably do you have a milk mustache dave I do. Yeah. A smoothie mustache. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a delicious smoothie. <laughs> that, was, that was wild. I couldn't continue my train of anyway. I just think I just think that it's it's these past well, two we... years have not been fun to I have not enjoyed watching football for the Patriots. Yeah. Well, you got Taylor Swift and Heim. You're you're mm-hmm. fine. But no, honestly, but... I will I was it it sucked. It was like watching it was like watching someone run into a brick wall and expecting something different to happen, watching the Pats right. play. And then Terry Bradshaw uh, at the at half was like, um, this is the worst offense I've ever seen. And I was like, OK, well, I mean, that you know- feels but but I was still like, yeah, OK. And then knowing I had Taylor that night did help. Terry and the crew, instead of pointing out everyone's deficiencies, should be po- more positive and, you know, look to the fact that they have a correspondent that won seven in a row on the Thursday night game. I pick wasn't a great pick. I have to pick by the, um, just, I can't pick by the spread on the show. I'm not allowed. I can only pick winners. I took the Rams, uh, by I missed seven your bet. points. I completely missed your bet. Yes. It's you'll okay. You'll post it I, on, I, you'll post it though. Right. So I did. I did. A- and it, it went, uh, I, you know, I went in there and, uh, I talked to the guy, one of 32 men or women who are responsible for, piping in the crowd noise and was fascinating to see. I, it, it should have been like a 
four minute thing, but I only had a minute and a half. But I actually asked him questions about how people hate, what did they hate your calls? It never made the piece, but talks about latency and how hard it is to see a play and then actually react. And he had some like engineering degree, more than just like um, sound engineering. It was very more, much more specific to what he's doing now. And it's, it, it's, it's weird how these guys get chastised. Anyway, that was the bit. Then I picked the Rams at the end, seven in a row. No one cares, but uh, wow. I, I, I kind of I care. Uh, thank you. Thank you. As someone I mean, who can't seem to hold up her leg of the parlay, I care very much. <laughs> We're we all need on that good, side of it. I, we I need just, a good catchphrase. It's all about Taylor it. Swift and nothing about me. Under the cloak of night, Sal yeah. shines a light on oh. the team that will shine bright. I don't know what it is. Work it out. But there's got to be because you do your best work in prime <laughs> under time the under the lights. Yeah. Clutch. I, uh, you know, it's funny. I'm on Fox Bet Live. And I'm with uh, Clay Travis, Todd Furman, and Rachel Bonetta. And they're very, very mean to me because I can't give out the winner on the afternoon TV show, the cable show, because I'm giving it out at night. It makes sense, right? But they, they, not really. It's a little it. bit, my, it's a little, it's a little bit. I, can, I, I don't want to lose $5 million. I, right. I have an NDA. <gasps> I signed this uh, agreement. So I can't give it out. Um, by the way, I would have seven winners in a row competing against them. They should, uh, they should be thankful that uh, I don't know what Rachel's problem is. You're with doing that. them a favor. Thank you. Thank you. But um, I don't even know what the hell my point was for that. But anyway, let's take a look at real quick. <laughs> Can Aaron we just Donald. clip that out? Just clip that out. Just send me that. I'm going to reply to every one of your no. tweets with that Oh, my, my point was, Dave, I gave them a little astronomy lesson. I said, hey, the stars come out at night. And if you want my pick. You got to wait a few hours and that's when you'll see it on the pregame show. Oh, and if you did, you'd oh, I thought you were room. doing the Pee Wee Herman thing. No, what's that? Deep and bright. Remember when uh, he does right, that? Right, in, right, 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 right. Uh, what a, who, a movie from before gotcha. Charlotte walked the planet Earth plus like well, 17 years. Uh, the Pee Wee Herman thing. Pee Wee's big adventure is good. Yeah, I'm glad that's what you're talking about. Real quick, because we discussed Aaron <laughs> Donald for MVP. And it may be that he doesn't even win another great game, uh, sack and a half, I think. Big play, big play causing the interception as Jeff Schwartz lays out, telestrates, actually got away with a uh, a very sneaky hold on the running back, and it was picked off and run the other way. That was the turning point, Charlotte, right? You had yeah. just picked one off. It looked like a pick six. They review it. The player's down. Um, and then uh, Cam throws a pick six. So now instead of 10-7, it's 17 zip and there's no coming back. No, no an offense like that. There's no, no coming back. But it, uh, it just sucked the air out of the out of the I mean, stadium. But I guess like it, it doesn't work because <laughs> no. Whatever. no, as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, cool. This game's over and the season's done. Yeah, I could That's just it. wait for it. Talent, and it, honestly, I I was wondering a few weeks ago, I brought up, you know, would you rather just be put out of your misery or hope? And mm -hmm. I think there's a point at which. Usually I would prefer to hope. I'd prefer like the past two weeks. I was like, maybe there's a chance. Maybe we can do this. It feels kind of fun to think about it. After this week, if we had sort of been stumbling along and there were still some chance if other teams lost, because there, there really isn't in this right. division. There's really not. I would have been just stressed and sad about it because I knew it eventually wouldn't happen. I'm glad it. Ju I'm just like, end it. Like, let's not have to worry about this because it sucks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it really uh, sucks. You've not been in this position before in the last, no. what, 20 years? Week 14, yeah. out, basically out of it. And uh, yes. yeah, I mean, if you need to cope, um, you know, we're here for some you. streak, some streak that uh, Trey Wingo tweeted out for, from those Patriots. 17 years, it's over now, 17 years in a row. 
of double digit wins. That's quite a thing. Insane. They changed the schedule yeah. to 16 games. If I remember, it was 78. It might have been 77, but I think it was 78. Mm -hmm. So it's not like it's a small sample size. 42 years. years. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it amazing. feels weird. It feels weird because it feels it, weird it in the first weird. place. Like sports yeah. fans aren't supposed to get used to winning that much. Mm -hmm. And then you do, and then it's taken away, and you're like, Oh, is this how the other half lives? Yeah, Tom yeah. Tom took his deflated balls and his videotapes of other teams' defenses, and he moved to Florida. That's it. That was it. That's We're going to talk about it. You know what, you know what yeah. I'm really, you know what really sucked that Tom did? I saw this tweeted out. I'm pretty sure it's it's real. His company, so Tom Brady's worth, what, $200 million about? His company, sure. uh, TB12, got close to a million dollars in loans from the government when, uh, did I bring this up already? No, I, might have. I haven't heard this. When no. he, he got close to a million dollars in loans from the government when 52% of small businesses that applied didn't get anything. Yeah, but he turned it down. He sent it back, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he did I just, either. I mean, that to me, I was just like, oh my, I don't like that at all. That's awful. Yeah. One day anyway. a real rain's gonna fall, and when it does, all that TB12 stuff is gonna <laughs> really get, get the gonna white. Fall? Gonna get the, uh, a real rain, and all the mm. real stories are gonna come out. And what <laughs> that stuff of like, you have a knee injury, you're a pro football player, and like it's like, well, I'm on Tom Brady's team, so I got to go to TB12 to get my <laughs> uh, to get to get. And they literally, I know of one story of an offensive lineman who uh, who had a knee had knee issue. And they literally burned sage over the knee to heal it. Like, no. what in the hell? It's the 21st century. What are we doing? Wait, are you serious? Practicing voodoo to fix his knee? What are we doing? Did it work? It's like man in the moon, right? <laughs> Remember when Jim Carrey as uh, <laughs> yeah, Andy Kaufman right. goes to whatever <laughs> foreign country is and he could see they're, they're pulling the ultimate prank on him with the irony in that? Wow. Yeah. Um, real quick, player, uh, defensive player of the year, because we know Aaron Donald's not getting MVP just the way it's laid out. Really neck and neck with your guy, TJ Watt, plus 180 on FanDuel. Aaron Donald, two to one odds. Miles Garrett, do it for Miles, plus 350. Dave, he was named what? Player of the week with <laughs> defensive player. Miles gaining ground. This is an interesting three, though. Oh, um, he's going to, Miles is going to have a, uh, a a whole mantle. He's going to have a whole room filled with trophies because he's also now the Walter Payton Man of the right. Year nominee from the Cleveland Browns, which really legitimately. Seems like kind of like an fu to to the league. Like you suspended him for the last month or whatever. It is bizarre. The thing that jumps out to me about Miles Garrett is your mm. team's nominee for for man of the year. All the great stuff he does. This man. Imagine if you're another Cleveland Brown and mm. you couldn't get past a guy who on national TV committed violent assault against another guy, mm. tried to kill him on TV, then made up lies about why he did it. It's, I mean, but you can't you think those were but lies? that guy's better than you. <laughs> that guy's better than you. He's, he, <laughs> Why he's do you a better think those candidate are lies? than I'm, I'm genuinely. I don't want to talk about the whole. I mean, listen, he obviously <laughs> made he obviously made stuff up to make uh, my, uh, made to, I mean, now Mason. Rudolph well, if you go by everybody, is, everyone who was interviewed around the play and you know, uh, he didn't hear yeah. that Mason Rudolph did okay. not say I didn't mean I truly did, am not up on this as much. That wasn't the like a. Yeah, no, I mean, the point pointed uh, well, question. I truly wondered. 
Walter but anyway, Payton, yes. Walter Payton I think did Aaron. all this shit too, Dave. He did all of the same, <laughs> same kind of bad dude. Same kind of so dude. I, did you watch him? He he did the same yeah. thing. He used his helmet to hit uh, football players a lot and right. run over them. Um, to answer your question, Aaron Donald, I feel a little scutchy about the Aaron Donald thing because if you've listened to me for 30 minutes talk about the coverage of pro football, sure to come up in my list of things that are annoying are people talking about interior linemen. The vast majority of us. That's why I love talking to Jeff Schwartz or Ross Tucker, like we did on both of those guys on minus three yeah. yesterday, because none of us, none of us knows what is a good offensive lineman. And a defensive interior lineman is a little bit hard to divine over the course of a game. But Aaron Donald is the difference in that. He he breaks through from most other guys. You always hear Geno Atkins is so dominant. I guarantee you, if you showed people a game tape, they wouldn't be able to tell you. Why? Why Geno Atkins is dominant playing? And well, play what? Out. What about just us watching? I know we're not right, watching the All Twenty Two. We're not watching. I do feel they're similar. I feel like I was talking about it with the degenerate trifecta yesterday. T.J. Watt, Aaron Donald seem to be in on eight to ten plays. That's the seem to be a, to the eye, right? Like think for, about for that as an interior yeah. defense, uh, as a defensive <clears throat> tackle. Aaron yeah. Donald shows up on every play. That's rare. Think about in the time you've watched football mm. over the uh, over the eons. That that Aaron Donald somehow breaks through double teams and everything else and still appears in every play. He is immediately in the offensive backfield on almost every play. It's a crazy right. thing to watch somebody do from that spot on the field. Yeah, Very he's similar. the best. And, he's certainly and yet he the may best not win this award. Yeah, I, I think so. Well, you can get him at second best odds, two to one. Um, there you go. All right, guys, you ready to do this? Let's just they get, get that out of the By way. the way, they get a top one or two seed. I think you start getting closer to him being the MVP. If, again, the Rams? Patrick, Mah if Patrick Mahomes, let's nah, say, loses no. to the Saints or Dolphins and throws three interceptions along the way, then you look at it and you say, who's really like, and the Rams end up as a two seed and they end yeah. up with like 12 wins. You say, why are they so good? It's Aaron Donald. That's the reason. That's the I thing that gives them an extra I think winner. Mahomes really has to just not get injured this next game. I honestly think he could take off the last three. I mean, he's oh, I'm that, talking about, I'm talking about ahead. from a position of justice. I'm not talking about what's oh, actually going to happen, but you. I'm saying that there, that there is some ability to mount you. support for Aaron Donald. Sure, if that happens, it's a lot of great play. Yeah. Um, let's do this guys. Our extra mm, points I'm for nervous. extra pay parlay. We're going to get through this Charlotte. All we have to do is pick three winners. Actually, all you have to do is pick a winner. All I have to do is pick one winner. And all Dave has to do is pick one winner. It shouldn't be this hard. I know. Let's do it. <laughs> extra points for extra pay. Parlay. FanDuel boost the points. They boost the spread. They give us an extra point And they boost the odds on the parlay. We have not been great the last few weeks. Uh, we've been bad, actually. We've lost you money. But that is about to change in week 14. Three teams starting with me. I'm going to get it off my chest. The Minnesota Vikings. I've boosted this to plus seven and a half over Tampa Bay. They're going on the road. Now, I get it. When they're playing against Jacksonville, when they're playing against Carolina, when they're given seven or nine points, you probably shouldn't touch them. That's not where they're strong. They're six and three against the number in their last nine as an underdog. This is where they shine. I think it's going to be too much offense. Tampa Bay might win the game. I don't know what they were doing during their bye, Dave, Charlotte. I don't know. It's Antonio Brown and uh, Tampa, were they pillow fighting? I know they live together. I don't suspect that they were uh, training appropriately for this game. I like Minnesota's offense right now. I get that Tampa Bay is good. They blitz top five blitzing teams. Kirk Cousins maybe doesn't do as great against that format, but you got Jefferson. 
first one of five players to get to a thousand yards in his first 12 games. You got Dalvin Cook cooking. Yes, cooking all cylinders, 136 scrimmage yards in the last four games. I think it's going to be enough offense to keep this close. I don't know if they win, but they will stay within seven and a half points. That's my pick. Charlotte, you like this game too. I do, yeah. I'm piggybacking off of uh, your game here. I'm taking the over um, Mm -hmm. on Vikings-Bucks because it's 51 and a half, and um, the Bucks are ranked sixth in offensive points this season with 28 and a half, and Minnesota is 26th in points allowed. They let up an average of 27.4. Yes, 0.4. You can have Mm. a 0.4 of a football in a game. Um, and you know, as you said, we don't know what they've been doing in the bye, but you'd have to think maybe bucks are a little more rested. And after losing to the chiefs, Brady's probably going to be a little pissed about that. He's also been throwing interceptions. So, you know, turn a few of those into a pick six for the Vikings and, uh, we're well on our way, but also Kirk cousins, um, you know, I made fun of him through the first six games. He threw what? 10 interceptions. Um, Mm -hmm. But in the past, the, the Vikings have won uh, five of their past six games. Um, and Cousins has bounced back in the past two to lead the Vikings to a win after they fell behind by double digits. And they've got Dalvin Cook, you know, as you said, Justin Jefferson. And um, Kirk Cousins is uh, leading the team to an average of 389.8 total yards per game. So I think that we're going to get Maybe a bit of a shootout here. I really don't know who's going to win, but I'm with you that I think uh, they're going to keep it close and I think we're going to get a lot of points. Charlotte, there's an easy path to our success and happiness here, and that's Tom Brady pick sixes all day, right? That's all Your we need. Patriots are knocked out. We yep. need the Vikings. We need points in this game. Let's root against Tampa and big time that he's staring yep. back at his, uh, at his woeful passes. That'll be nice. All right, Dave, you can't actually – you could theoretically have something to do with this Minnesota-Tampa game, but no. What is your pick, the third pick, that's going to bring us to payday? No, what caught my eye is I like little quirks in the schedule, just as we saw the New England Patriots play both L.A. teams. And they all, by the way, congratulations, Patriots fans. You did end up beating the L.A. teams combined 48-24 to over the last week. <laughs> now the Seattle Seahawks. Get another bite at the apple of New York um, after losing to the Giants. They get a mulligan against the New York Jets. Who doesn't like that? I, uh, of course, I hate. I hate philosophically going to a craps table and uh, and betting the don't pass line. I think that's shameful. But the Jets don't really pass well themselves. So for that mm. reason, I'm going to go with the under in the Seahawks Jets game on this on this logic. The Seahawks defense is a little bit better than it showed against Colt McCoy. And they still, it's not like uh, the the Giants offense set the world afire last week, but I think they will really, truly shut down the Jets. How many points are the Seahawks going to score to take this game over 48 and a half? Not right. enough, I say. Go under 48 and a half. The Seahawks and Jets, what are the Jets going to score in this game? 10? So the Seahawks are going to have to score in the 40s to, to get over that total? 48 and a half? I say go under. I'm sorry, I don't like the pass, but... Neither does Adam Gase, Sam Darnold, Joe Flacco, and the rest of that gang. Listen, we're in the business of picking winners. Oh, yes. no, we're not. No, we well, should we be. Try. The, yes, yes. We should be in the business of picking winners. I like that one. You're right. The Jets, it's not like, oh, Sam Darnold. Hey, look, he's a good fantasy quarterback because what he does in the fourth quarter when he's down, he throws for two touchdowns. No, no, this is not Matt Stafford. This is Sam Darnold. This is the New York Jets. Seattle, obviously, they need to win. They lost last week. 
they uh, they don't want to take the Jets for granted. But also, you could see there's a scenario where Russell Wilson and uh, Lockett and Metcalf are not playing in the fourth quarter. And we're yeah, that that's exactly right. right. We're getting to the place in the season now where it's like, all right, this game's in hand. Well, let's not uh, risk injury as with with January nigh. 31-6 in the fourth quarter. You're probably not seeing those guys, right? right? So that's not bad. I have a I have a hot take here. Yeah. I think Dave, I think you're right. It's going to be the under. I would not I would not be shocked if this is the game that the Jets win. No. Yes. All right, I'm, I love it. I love I it, really, but this is going to be really embarrassing on Monday, but okay. <laughs> okay. All right. I no, was, why I, though, Charlotte? They they uh they they have to be just distraught by by distraught, that loss against hey, the Chargers. They, uh, they the fired Greg Williams. Yeah. Players were pissed about what he did at the end of that game. They right. were not people forget they were beating the Raiders. Sure. Um, and I think that this could be the game where, you know, you hear enough people being like, oh, you're tanking, you're terrible. This is embarrassing that the Jets are so pissed that they come out and, you know, the Seahawks just lost to the Giants. I'm just saying I I, I think stranger things have happened. I think I think their best bet is week 17, hoping to play a team that doesn't really need the game because Seattle. Needs I mean, you're this probably game. right, but isn't that fun? Isn't it fun it, to have a take like fun. that? I, I, maybe Pete Carroll loses his job if they lose this game. I just, I just don't see it. I don't know. All right, then All bet right. twenty eight thousand dollars on that. You don't even have oh, to yeah. pick them. Not even on the money line, Charlotte. Just bet twenty eight thousand dollars on the Jets uh, yeah. plus thirteen and <laughs> a half. Go ahead. I mean, that, that's that's a lock. <laughs> well, that's, that's, win. that's my yacht fund remember oh, oh yeah yeah she's got a yacht fund well everyone's gonna win a yacht after these three teams come in minnesota plus seven and a half the minnesota tampa bay game over 51 and a half the under 48 and a half in the seattle new york jets game that is our extra points for extra pay parlay Fanduel is boosting the points and boosting the odds from plus 465 to plus 550. You could get that at fanduel.com slash extra points. Three for three, winner. Come on, let's do it. Plus 550. Make up for five and a half of, of the last six weeks of losing. Um, I don't even know if I'm allowed to say it anymore. I've heard we're not, but I'm going to just say it in advance. Yeah. Merry Christmas from oh, your good. pals at Extra Points for all that money you just wanted to spend on Christmas presents. Uh, it was just the first night of Hanukkah, Dave. That's really we, we let the yeah. menorah. We lit the menorah. I know. You did it, do it. You did it last yeah. night. Well, we didn't, but we I did. knew it was Hanukkah. <laughs> you did it, Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it a also, big? Does, that, niece, does everyone gather around, or is, how does it work? No, I mean, yeah, but you know, <laughs> there are only a few of us. We're not allowed to have people. I mean, uh, are you upstairs? And then the niece did it, and she's like, "Oh, you missed it, Aunt Charlotte." No, no, no. But she uh, last year um, or two years ago, I forget that she <laughs> she thought that. When you light candles, it means it's someone's birthday. And mm. so she walked over and she said, happy birthday, Denora, because she thought we were singing happy birthday to Denora. Oh, even nice. The menorah. <laughs> pretty cute. Menorah the Explorer. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Denora. Well, <laughs> they should get something going. Uh, Dave, now this isn't until Sunday night, but this is the game of the week. Right. right now, let's get serious. It's let's time do it. It, it. I like to have fun, but some things require our focus, please. Pittsburgh at Buffalo. That's FanDuel right. has Buffalo favored at one and a half and 48 points. I'm going to look, but I'm almost positive. Didn't we say that Pittsburgh was favored on Monday yes. before, before the games? Before, before the, the two games. games and then right. it swung to two and a half. Now it's to one and a half. And by the way, minus three 
Um, check out the most recent episode. A lot of fun for a lot of different reasons. But um, we also lay out for you Ross Tucker joins Jeff Schwartz and Eddie Spaghetti all in riding with the Steelers here. Mm-hmm. Plus one and a half. It's boosted up for the minus three better to plus 110. Get it if you're riding with the Steelers on this one um, at fanduel.com slash minus three. Everybody on the Steelers here, plus one and a half. And I, of course, philosophically condemn Sal because he bets against his teams with some of his fancy pals. Mm. This way, I'm a winner either way. I bet against against Cam Newton, and it made me feel happy. Fred Um, Sanford? Your your Simmons gets like more and more Southern every time you do it. (laughs) Southern Simmons. I don't know what you're talking about, but I love it. It's South Boston, Charlotte. It's very South Boston. No, it's my, no, my Simmons uh-huh. is Sal doing Simmons. That's, that, <laughs> that, 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 that's what, that's what, it's that, like Simmons recording Simpson. something yeah. on a VCR and getting the second and third generation. And like, I love it. Yeah. I, um, I would never bet against, I would never uh, on purpose put money against my teams, but I mean, I, nah, I, I just don't on. see, I don't see how it adds up to the Steelers going in there on a cold night when the Steelers collectively have a case of the drops. The Bills are playing really well. They they can see um, the playoffs on the horizon there, and they're tracking really towards... It's, it, you know, it's not in a vacuum of where we want to be playing our best football. Practically, if they beat the Steelers, they're game back of the Steelers with the obvious head-to-head there. There's a real chance with the Steelers going Colts and add Brown still left that the Bills could pass them and get the two seed. The Steelers right. are obviously playing for something too, but they have been gutted on defense from injuries, COVID, and all that stuff. The puncher's chance that the Steelers have now is flipping a switch from being defense dominant to turning things over to the defense in tough times and instead looking to their first ballot Hall of Famer I'm t- at QB. I'm tempted to give a Jim Fossil-style speech and say, get on board now. Or get out. If you ain't riding with Roethlisberger, mm. then you don't belong in this playoff ride. I'm tempted to. This spot makes me very nervous. I, I really, I, I want to, I want to get excited. I want to get excited. The I want to be excited. What do you, you, you do think so? Huh? I do. I think this is the huh. biggest overreaction of the week for everybody. I'm not saying the Bills are bad, and there is a little bias of mine. Like they're my AFC bias. I look through their schedule. They beat Seattle. 44-34. That was their best. That's a decent win. Um, yeah. Everything else, I don't know. Lost to Should've Kansas City. Should have lost to the Rams. Fine, should, definitely should have lost to the Rams. Should have beaten the Cardinals, order. though. Yeah. You know, they beat the, the Dolphins beat when they weren't good. All this stuff. But, yes, they looked like a Big 12 offense uh, run by Josh Allen the other night in San Francisco. I don't know what the hell happened there. I was they, were about that game they, they were a dog to the Niners, which made no sense, which we talked about. We said that that was, a, that that was weird and that the Bills would win that game straight up. Those guys are not going to be wide open every game. I think it's going to go back to what we saw that they struggle without John Brown uh, as a deep threat. He's 10% less completion rate on deep balls, and he's going to have to do that. I think the Steelers are going to take care of the underneath. Now, Spillane, I like that kid Spillane. Is he playing? No, Mr. Yuck, I've I've named him because he wears the green dot. Is, yeah. it was, was the Mr. Yuck poison warning sticker thing, was that? Oh, across yeah. the country or just in Pittsburgh? Do you remember I that, I don't Charlotte? know what you're talking about. There was a poison. It was like, don't mm. drink. Like, you put a green sticker with, a, like, a mean face guy mm-hmm. uh, on it, on on all your stuff you put underneath your sink, all the, you know, cleaning agents and right. everything, so that the kids didn't drink them. And Mr. Yuck, if you saw that green dot, don't use it. So I named him Mr. Yuck. 
why you know, are they convoluted so nickname for on, him? But you know, it wasn't the fact that they were under the sink and smelled like bleach that made right. kids know you shouldn't drink them. It was uh, the sticker. You know what? I saw Mr. Yuck, and I'm like, I don't trust the looks of this guy. I'm gonna drink this shit anyway, and so I did. And here I am. <laughs> what? It, it could go the other way. The skull and crossbones. Like, oh, I don't want to drink. What do I? Uh, anyway. What do I want to do? Uh, Joel Solomon telling us, Dave Marquis Pouncey. Just got activated from the COVID list. That's helpful. Oh, thank for that God. Offensive when, when line. Joel weighs in in the middle of the show. It's almost always bad it's news. It's usually thank bad news. Right. Yeah. Thank goodness. This is good. I mean, that's, you know, James Connor's return <clears throat> is is important. Marquise Pouncey's is more important to that offensive line that's been struggling a little bit of late. And and maybe with a Bills team that hasn't really done a great job stopping the run, at least for one week, they can get right. Everyone in the banks of the Three Rivers, I can assure you, has uh, spent the la- the better part of the last fortnight asking, why can't they, Dave, why can't they run? Roethlisberger's great, but Dave, mm. they got to get the J- James Conner or somebody running the ball, dude. That's how the Steelers win games. And I think for one week, maybe that is that they can get right. Why can't they catch the ball? You alluded to it earlier. They have 31 drops, which is 10 more than second worst in the league. Like catch a few balls and they won't talk much more about the running game and all this other stuff. And uh, you'd be favored. I don't get it. I do not get it, man. But that I mean, these are professional athletes who in their kind of in their title receiver means receiving the ball. Like at some yeah, point that's, that, that's got to balance itself out, right? They can't, you can't be a professional receiver yeah. and fail to can't receive the ball with regular. Can't be a professional dropper. Yeah, yeah. We can well, but you I change mean, for the, real, like change that, the title. Yeah. Deontay Johnson is just forever going to drop passes through half the passes that hit him in the hands. That's just not something that can continue. I don't think. I agree. I mean, I agree. I, I, Although I mean, it is getting colder. Can, then, I mean, you see these guys, amazing catches with one hand because of these gloves or whatever. And then there are drops that, you know, our, my, my seven-year-old wouldn't make uh, on, on a field. Maybe a little bit, uh, speaking of green stuff like uh, Mr. Yuck, maybe uh, mm. alligators are green too. And maybe Deontay Johnson, Johnson's arms are a little green, if you know, yeah. uh, All right. a little alligator-y there when he's <laughs> running into, into contact. Charlotte, you're going to like this. And uh, mm-hmm. something else that was, Dave may not like it as much. Joel brought this up, brought this to our attention. Um. The Arizona Cardinals follow Dave on Twitter. The Pittsburgh Steelers do not. Ooh, that's okay. The Titans follow me and the Pats don't, so. Isn't it weird which team? I have a few teams that follow me and the Cowboys don't. And um, I don't know. Because if you think about it, we all root for teams that are big deals, that don't, you know, the, the Titans of the league. People have not historically talked about them as much as they have talked about the Patriots right, in the past right. 20 years. Yeah, I guess the Cowboys have well, a lot of choices. I also think I've have... trolled the Patriots enough that they're like, we're not interested. I know, also, that's why I try. Then you play games, you try to think back. But Dave, why would the Cardinals follow you and not the Steelers? Well, I, I do want to just say to clarify, because I, 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 that uh, only one of us roots for a team that's still a big deal. You guys, rooted, right. for, uh, you guys <laughs> root for teams that used to be. Um, the um, Well, the Cardinals, I, l- listen, the Cardinals Let that and be the your Panthers... Team. And the Raiders happen to have, and I'm not saying this like it's like when somebody uh, says, uh, uh, you know, compliment you, and you're like, I like this guy, you know, yeah, I don't know what it is, I like him. They they happen to have funny, they're, they're the funniest Twitter handles. I those, see okay. those ones. All right, I don't know. I don't. I that that doesn't funny. mean that they would follow me. Maybe it's just because I like them 
that they feel it out there and they're returning. It really, I guess you're saying it has to do with who the social ma media manager is. If, it, if he, or if like or the she. ethos of their PR strategy. Right. No right, right. jive, no jive though. It's a slap in the face. Who's, who's waved the flag? People say you don't even live in Pittsburgh and oh, you're mm. Mr. Pittsburgh. Like, yeah, like, yeah, I'll tell you who says that. It's uh, Jimmy Kimmel likes to point out. Oh, such a fan, such a big Pittsburgh guy. You don't even live there. You live uh, 4,000 <laughs> miles away. That's right. You know why? Because I'm spreading the good word. Ever heard of it? You know, people oh, go on right. their missions. That's what I'm on. I'm on a mission to spread the good word about the black and gold, Yins. There you go. And in, in the form of a T-shirt, you can see behind them, or maybe you can't. Savenge World Tour right there, number seven. Get on board now or get out. Just this because he lost is doesn't mean it's over. Right. You in with this team or you out? Beat it if you ain't. Don't come wow. back talking so should to I me leave the weeks. Zoom? You want me <laughs> no. to, should I just, are we done? No, Sean, he should leave the Zoom because he's picking the bills this week. He should leave. You I are? didn't pick anything. I didn't pick, I, I can't. I'm contractually obligated oh, to not mention it. what I'm picking on this one. <laughs> That's it. I can't do it. I wish I could pick it, but I can't. I'm he's telling you now. Mr. Yuck. I don't want to hear, <laughs> I don't want to hear boo from, no, from nobody who ain't on board now. Get on board with one of the four or five human beings that can actually drag his team, a mediocre roster or otherwise, to victory in bad times. That's Russell Wilson. That's Aaron Rodgers. That's a couple of other guys. And it <laughs> Maybe also Pat includes Mahomes. still. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know. Well, I don't know what he can do without a great <laughs> roster around him. We've never seen him without That's it. That's true. I have seen number seven without it. And we will see it again on Sunday night. A defense decimated by injury in the football gods. No matter. Here comes number seven. I, I, you know what? Just it's okay. Let's move to the next game. I don't. The, well, I, I, the next game features I'm the team, hot. That, team that actually likes you, the Arizona Cardinals. Right. They travel to MetLife Stadium, play the Giants, who have been red hot. Holy crap! I'm just thinking the Cardinals are favored by three. The over under is 45 and a half. And I'm thinking about this for like four weeks ago. If you would have said. Kyla Murray, everybody, Dave included, very excited. Charlotte, oh, Kyla Murray, MVP. Don't rule out Kyla Murray, MVP. Now, forget it. Nobody talks about that at all. But four weeks ago, a month ago, he had Kyla Murray. In the he did. If the MVP, Kyla Murray, went to the Giants who were struggling against Danny Dimes, let alone Colt McCoy, like, and now people are like, yeah. I don't care and if it's Dimes, if it's Colt McCoy, I'm still taking the Giants. Oh my God, what has happened? And I'm also taking the Giants here. I think it's such a coaching mis mismatch and their defense is playing so well. And if, if Gallman runs the ball half as well he's been doing, this might not be close. Am I crazy to take the well, Giants here? I have a question. Yeah. Is, do we know, is Danny Dimes coming back? Do we have an update? They don't know. They, uh, they're, tentatively say he's like half practicing. He's in that half practice Thursday range. Like we don't know what's going on. So you're probably not getting hundred percent. Danny dimes running full sprint landing on his face. Danny yeah. dimes. And what's you know? the spread? It is three. The, the it's gone up to now three. So that makes okay. me feel a little more that like this is a legitimate game. Now Cardinals, Dave's Cardinals favored by three at MetLife stadium, 45 and a half, according to Fandle. What do you guys think? I might, I, I guess you know I'm on knows the Giants I, train. That's true. Charlotte's a Giants fan. I don't like that it's moved up to that uh, number of significance, but I'll still take the Cardinals. Yeah. Um. And by the way, I have to say, I'm not just saying this to shamelessly 
shill minus three, but it really is delightful to listen to as the Giants get into a position of relevance. How offended Eddie Spaghetti Giants fan gets <laughs> when you say bad about his. T- I was not even saying bad. It's like, I'm going to take the Cardinals. He gets mad. I mean, you think I'm weird about the Steelers. Yes. He can't hear it. It's as though you, 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 you've you slapped him and his mom both across the line, the whole family up. Don't do that. One by one, just yeah. ran down the line like uh, three stooges and slapped them all across the face. <laughs> I think the Cardinals are going to beat your five five win Giants. It's not a it's not an outrage that I would think that. That's what that that's what I think is going to happen. Oh, and man. as we've talked about already, I think the explanation for what's going on with that offense, people are saying, well, it's, uh, Cliff Kingsbury can't solve what the defense has done to react to what they were doing in the first half of the season. Yes, defenses get better; they learn more. But I also think Kyler Murray hasn't had a great shoulder. I think. As he presumably gets yeah. right, I think he's going to start running around more. They don't have Blake Martinez, the Giants, this week, right. which is a big absence from them. It leads to me saying that the higher pedigree team is, in fact, going to win a football game that both teams need to win here in mid-December. Does the shoulder get better, or is this something he should have surgery on probably tomorrow? How do I but, know? What the hell do I well, know? Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't know that I don't it gets know better. What's going on with it. I think we've, we're more likely to see that Kyla Murray's been hiding a bad shoulder and uh, he'll get surgery in February or something. Maybe. Could, well, could be. But but also, counterpoint, they're playing the Giants. They're not playing some uh, right. high end bunch here. Yeah, hey, the Giants are a nice story. On. It's fun. It's. Dave, you're all about defense. I can't believe you don't like this. Honestly, a lot of it comes down to, obviously, James Bradbury has been playing great with cornerback for the Giants. Can he shut down Nuke Hopkins like Ramsey did last week, like so many have done recently, right? I mean, Nuke Hopkins is around 60 yards and a touchdown as an average game for him, I think, in the last month or so. He needs to Happy Hanukkah to Gallman, um, but uh, (laughs) Gallman. So running back in the NFL, Gallman. He's <laughs> a postal be... worker on Seinfeld. I know. <laughs> um, Calm it, let's move back. on to the next game. The so, Colts, so your official pick is Giants. I think so. Right. I think so. I think there's some. Co- uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what's going on with this season, but let's I like it. the plus three here. They're going in different directions. Um, Indianapolis at Las Vegas. The Colts. I've mentioned this before. It seems like every week they're on a road against a team that's uh, their equivalent. And yet they're favored by like three or four points. And this is no different. They're favored by three. The over-under is 50 and a half FanDuel. Um, You know what? The AFC playoff picture, which seemed to be impossible to figure out, with the Colts win, you can almost guarantee the seven teams in there, right? Because the the Patriots will go away. The Raiders will be seven and six. The Colts would be nine and five. So that's, all right, not out of it, but tough to pick. And the Dolphins, who have a tough game, I guess the Dolphins, they're still fighting uh, for that playoff spot. But with the Patriots out, in other words, this could be wrapped up by week 15 and not well, week Well, I mean, that, uh, the team, are you uh, are you putting in in your um, hypothetical here? I mean, the Ravens, I think, are going to, the big game for the Ravens and, and to oh, some yeah, degree that's to the Browns. Right. That that game is is monstrously big, I think, and I think the Ravens, by the way, um, given a point and a half. Oh, we'll talk right. to you before uh, before that game. But I mean, I think the Ravens are the are are the scary team that they they are right. going to emerge by by New Year's Eve, if not before. We're going to be talking about like, oh man, you don't want to be you don't want to be one of those high seats, and and the Ravens are coming to town. I think that's what way it's going to go. But with Indy and Vegas, I you, you, obviously. 
one of the things I talk about a lot is the Jenga theory. Don't take the wrong guy out of the equation. And mm-hmm. when you take the Forrest Buckner out of that Colts defense, they're very different. And for the worse, he's back. You know, Josh Jacobs is also back for Vegas. They like to obviously run through him. Um, I'm pot committed to the Colts at this point. Jonathan Taylor and Michael Pittman have finally started their merge, as I uh, foretold a month or six weeks ago. Phil Rivers is the question mark of that team, which ain't ideal for a pro football team. But I do right. think that they, they're overall the higher pedigree team. I think they go in there and they win by, um, let's say, five points. Or right. six, okay. or seven, or eight. Right. Well, or I nine, botched that whole playoff. I, I agree with you. I think the Colts win the same thing. I don't know, Charlotte. You're either of the mind that, boy, the Raiders got lucky, so they're going to turn that luck into something positive against mm-hmm. the Jets, a game that they should have lost, uh, mm-hmm. not for the zero defense, zero blitz, whatever the hell that was by Gr- the Greg Williams, who is now looking for a job until Charlotte calls him. Um, <laughs> uh so what do you think? Do you think the Raiders, that this inspires them or we see the real Raiders? I'll tell you what, no. I worry about Phil Rivers going to Vegas. A guy with nine kids goes to Vegas a couple days before. You better look out. I know Vegas is a shell of itself, but, and I don't want to be crass here. Look, but you get a good mask. Anything goes. I guess so. If, if, if uh, 35, That's not true. That's 35 not true strippers become uh, present or pregnant all of a sudden, it's not going to be good. Uh, yeah, please keep. Keep Rivers uh, in his hotel room there. But I like the Colts. What do you say? I do, do too. I think that the Raiders, I don't think, I don't think this is a sort of, you know, oh, that was the bit of luck that turned the season around and makes them rally. Mm. I think they've been so erratic and had such terrible games the past few weeks that it's not, I, I think it's over for them. I think this is yeah. the real Raiders. I think that they had a strong start and, um, look like there's hope there but then i mean this happened last year they they fall apart in the second half of that's the it yeah i so. don't know what it is with them you know um, sal yeah. with the numbers you love the numbers um sure uh, and and i love the history of it and um uh and maybe there's a, a connection here i wonder if because anecdote off the top of my head i was looking rams patriots stuff uh before the game yesterday and i and i was reminded in 1986 that uh, Champagne Tony Eason threw a Hail Mary that Irving Fryer caught in Los Angeles to mm-hmm. beat the Rams. And then that team ended up going to the Super Bowl by, you know, the narrowest of margins. Do they make the playoffs? And then they made their wild card run and all that. How many teams have hit a Hail Mary on the last play of the game and not made the playoffs? Oh, it seems like you always, I mean, how many mm-hmm. bum teams hit Hail Marys over the course of a season? It always feels like you do. I think of Ahmad Tommy Kramer to Ahmad Rashad in 1980. That put yeah. them into the playoffs. Um, I'm trying to think of, uh, you know, uh, Aaron Rodgers in Detroit, uh, always, whatever that was. Yeah. Five. Mm-hmm. seems like you get into the playoffs. I don't, that's a stupid yeah. theory, but um, it's one we I'm advancing right now. Speaking so of numbers, Ky- could, it would be Kyla Murray then, you would say, would, would get there. That right? they should make the playoffs. Right. right. This will yeah. be our test. Speaking of Kyler Murray and watching numbers and all that kind of stuff, Cam Newton, number one. Kyler Murray <laughs> wears number one. Um, Tua wears number one as we move into the, uh, the, the Dolphins and Chiefs game here. Will a QB who wears number one win a Super Bowl in the next dozen years? Charlotte, well, I start with you. Not yeah. Cam. You think I, so? No, Could be not Cam. Cam. It's not Cam. I think Tua. I feel like Brian Flores is a good enough coach, and Miami's getting their act together. And I do think Tua has it. I w- I would be I would be surprised. I mean, who knows what happens? But um, at this point, I'd be surprised if the Dolphins don't win in the next dozen years. Mm. 
That's a good question. Win a Super Bowl. Win yeah. a Super Bowl. Yeah, I'd I love to see FanDuel. Have FanDuel cook up the odds on that prop. The number one. That would be a great one. What are I the would odds? Put, I would go with the Dolphins before I'd go with the Cardinals, though. Will number well, there's a one wild card one. that someone yeah. could come out of college. But as it stands now, what we're basically banging on is Tua or Kyler winning a Super Bowl, in, you know, over the courses uh, uh, over the course of their two careers. Yeah, I, unless it, Mahomes it, changes his jersey number, I don't think. Uh, I right. would say no. I would say no. I, I, you could probably run odds on this because this teams will be around. That's what I'm saying. I, I think to you one could. Odds. So number one for number one kind of thing. All right, I we'll, like we'll it. Put that I think up that's to a handle. I think that's a fun bet. And speaking of that, uh, because I'm inane about stuff, yeah. 12 is the most successful Super Bowl QB mm-hmm. number. Patrick Mahomes, who you mentioned, already has one, 15. Right. And then, of course, the, the last Super Bowl was won by a QB in number 15. The first two were won by a QB in number 15. Mm. I could be wrong because I'm I'm not Google. I'm I'm uh, dumb, Dave. But I'm pretty sure that there's one only one other number fifteen who won a Super Bowl. Can you name him, Sal? There might be a, thir- a fourth one, but I think there's only one other guy. Uh, you want to give me a time period? Not well, early. No, I want I, I you early? to guess. I said it's in between. It's in between the the first and last Super Bowl. Somewhere. In oh that wow! Oh, Somewhere okay. right That's in that middle. Oh, cool. Yeah. Right I now. think it. I think it's early on. Um, it would be, in fact, it would be in the first half of first the 54 okay, so Super Bowls. Uh, oh, 94. I can't think right now. I don't know. I'm focused you on these numbers. You bum. You just I'm picked sorry. them to win a game. How about that? That's a clue. You just picked them to win a game. I did? Uh, yeah. The Colts, is it Earl? And they're running it? back and celebrating Hanukkah. What? what? <laughs> this year? Allman. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. Uh, Hostetler? Jeff Hostetler, number okay. 15, yeah. the West Virginia go. Mountaineer. See, there wasn't that a great four minutes of our lives Pretty that we good. just <laughs> spent to figuring that out? I feel out? like my IQ dropped during that. <laughs> I don't know why, why, why it just went up if you were paying attention. What are you talking about? It went down. It went up. I just uh, you, I just shared the history of football for listen, everybody. Everybody the point is, in. Thank you. This is a great deal for FanDuel <laughs> because they could say, hey, Will a number one win the Super Bowl in the next 12 years? Just give us your money. We'll hold on to it for the next 12 years. You'll either see it again or not see it in uh, 2032. <laughs> but you'll forget by the time yes, it happens. Of so course that you'll if forget. you win, it's awesome. Or forget, I'll, 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 yeah. I'll have long since died by the right. time this thing pays it's off. It's like a time <laughs> capsule of a bet. <laughs> All right. Well, FanDuel may have uh, better ideas than that. <laughs> yes. Yes, it's a very exciting <laughs> betting on FanDuel. Your sports watching experience by betting all the action on FanDuel. The excitement is raised through the roof. We went over all the odds. There's a reason why FanDuel's America's number one sports book. The app simple to use. Got great odds on all different betting markets, unique fun bet types like same game parlay, exclusive always on promotion. You get more action out of every game day. And if you win, you get your winning safely in as little as 24 hours or 12 years as Dave would have it. Right now, FanDuel is letting you place your first bet risk-free up to $1,000. Uh, you win, you keep the cash, you lose, you get your entire bet up to $1,000 back in site credit. Monday night, Thursday night, Sunday games. Oh, there's going to be Saturday games. Every day there's a freaking game. My, my seven-year-old's like, hey, is there a game tonight? I'm like, no, stupid, it's Wednesday. I'm like, oh yeah, wait, you're right. There is a game tonight. <laughs> if you've never tried FanDuel Sportsbook, no, what are you waiting stupid. for? <laughs> it seems harsh. He's like, you're stupid. You can't win any money at uh, what you claim to be good at. No. Uh, 
You try FanDuel Sportsbook. What are you waiting for? If you haven't, download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Get started. Be sure to sign up with promo code extra points so they know we sent you. That's FanDuel Sportsbook promo code extra points. Let's spend a couple minutes on college football. Ohio State, Michigan canceled. We talked about this Wednesday. Wasn't as glamorous as we would have liked it. Uh, Harbaugh coming out in a press conference, announcing it, and then laughing, and then uh, walking off. But they're not playing. So what does the Big Ten do? They're like, eh, we're going to go. We'll circumvent the rules, the very steadfast rules we set. And uh, Ohio State is in the championship game. They don't have enough games, um, according to how we laid it out in the beginning of the year. But they're playing in the Big Ten title game against Northwestern, who I have a ticket on, I win like $9,000 if Northwestern wins the Big Ten title game. Oh, my God. And right now, the odds are about the same as when I purchased the ticket. I didn't, I didn't make any ground on that, except that I'm betting the 20 and a half point underdog to upset Ohio State. And you know what, Dave? I'm okay with it. I am. I don't know. I, they screwed I, up. I you put the conference. You want your best team represented in the conference, and that's Ohio State. And you have you can't say they're not. You can't say Indiana. They lost. You're the one who says all along, college football's great because every week counts. If you lose, consider that a playoff game. That's what Indiana did. No, I listen. I I, I will in. not mount uh, an argument in favor of Indiana over Ohio State. They lost straight up. That's exactly my point. However, right. the. It also, I there also is room for me to make the rational point that this is motivated by what's best for the conference financially sure. and otherwise. But I, but again, I'm not going to argue that Indiana deserves it better than Ohio State. I know that it is in defiance of the rules, and I I just hope that if Indiana had vanquished Ohio State, that's I guess the question that we'll never have the answer to. What if Indiana had beaten Ohio State? Right. Would they then, would, would, would the same rule apply? Like, well, hey, fair's fair. Indiana's got to be, a, it's it's Indiana. Like, I, I think there's a better example of that because that would have been your only loss, right, Indiana? Yeah. So you can't, okay, so you can't send Ohio State over Indiana. But let's say, let's say they lost to Nebraska, right? Indiana and, loses to Nebraska. No, no, Ohio I'm sorry. State no, beats so Indiana. Ohio State wins, beats Indiana. Indiana beats Ohio State, but Indiana loses to Rutgers no, or what? No, I'm right. saying <laughs> Ohio State beats Indiana, but they lost to Nebraska. So now you have one loss, Ohio State, and oh, you're not okay. going to put Nebraska in over Ohio State, right? Yeah. Um, but if the Big Ten had still decided one loss, Ohio State, with only five games, gets it, then it's a different story. I, I just here's, feel like they're, they're undefeated. So Here's the thing, them, though, them. is that yeah. people are upset about breaking a rule that didn't exist two months ago because they weren't going to play at all. Right. And then it, it, who cares? Like it, they're like, Oh, the sanctity, if it's a sanctity of the rules and sanctity of the game, well then that's garbage because this was made up like yesterday. So I don't who like whatever. Yeah, wow. I know. I just think they should apo not apologize, but they're like, Hey, we screwed up. We started later than everybody else. And we didn't factor in, we didn't put any bye weeks in like the, as, as much as I'm down on the SEC, at least they put in a couple of weeks. So yeah. if there were, you know, scheduling conflicts, they could rejigger everything. I mean, um, I the do Big see, Ten didn't do that. And they're now stuck with this. Right. I do see being teams that have played 12 games and being like, are you kidding me? Yeah. You know, there is a there right. is a degree. But but I don't think that that is on any one individual team. It's what you said. You know, like there's. Um, you know, our bad. We did this wrong. But right. here we are. Here's our championship. Yeah.
Um, Army Navy. By the way, though, I yeah. think ju- off the top, of my, I'm not sure. Doesn't Justin Fields wear number one? That would be a new number one in the league. <laughs> oh, and he'll be good on. He'll mm. be. Uh, I I really do think. Doesn't he wear number one? Joel, you think check the Jags are going to win a Super Bowl in the next twelve years? Does Penix win number? Yeah, exactly. Where's he going? Oh, he wears nine. The Jets. Wears the Jets nine. or the Jags? Yeah, it's almost. Uh, it doesn't matter, right at this point. Um, good luck right. with the Wildcats, though, Sal. That's fun. Yeah, it's over. It's over. It was fun for a minute. That's fun. <laughs> um, that's next Saturday. Army Navy is this Saturday. Uh, this is the 11th year in a row they're running this game. No, no, it's been uh, like the 3,000 years. Fields is number one, Dave. Uh, I'm getting confirmation. Army is a six and a half point favorite. 37 and a half is the over under. Dave, you love this game. I'm not, um, I, I can't give it the three hours. I like it. I like the cannons going off. I like, you know, um, the pageantry of it. It looks cold. It looks like football. Um, and then I watch and it's uh, after a quarter, I'm like, all right, I get it. The, the, no one's going to pass. You like the game. It, I, I, I don't just like it, Sal, as you know, I love it. Mm. Now it's gotten to be over the last whatever decade or so less competitive, but there was a stretch there where it seemed every year yeah. it was a nail biter and one was really good and the other one was really bad. And yet it was always a really tight game and both teams thrown wishbone, grinded out at each other. And, it's really the import of it, as opposed to Ohio State, Michigan, or Alabama, Auburn. You always hear those the, the, the rhetoric from these big rivalry games like, it doesn't matter if you don't win another game. As long as you beat Ohio State, it's a good season at Michigan. Yeah, that's great, except it's not true. Of course, that's right. not true if you're winless. It is true with Army and Navy. It right. doesn't make a difference if you're 0-10, but if you get to 1-10 by beating the other service academy, then it's huge. The fight songs, the 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 people in the stands, the cadets and the midshipmen with their hats, mm. and the and the singing and the throwing the hats. It's it's, it's the greatest. Well, how can you not <laughs> love this game? Well, it's funny because I think yes, this was obviously the biggest uh, thing for. I think Navy is. I don't want to say they've moved on, but they've had some prominent bowl games in the past where the army, not so much. Uh, they beat like Kansas state in the Liberty bowl. They beat Virginia in the military bowl, whatever these are, They beat your Pete pit Panthers in two. Yeah. It's kind of like not being a sports fan. It's kind of like yeah. the, I, I, it allows me to feel like what it is to not actually follow sports, but then tune into a game. And like, I don't know. Right. I really had to ask Ross Tucker when we were talking to him yesterday, who's covering that game. Who's I, I don't know which one of these teams is good. Like, who's supposed to win this game even? And he said, oh, Army's good. Our, yeah. Army's actually a good team this year. And that That's that's what I bring to this game every year. I know very mm-hmm. little about either team. It's just the, the pleasure for 60 minutes of, of this game with these guys, these young kids who put their literal lives on the line in some cases for 60 minutes. This game, it, for some reason, becomes desperately important to them. And mm-hmm. it's, it, it's, it's a great watch. And you know there are people stationed literally across the globe with literal lives on the line. And yet for for the three hours, this game feels like everything to them. That, that, that This is what is, is making them sweat it out. That they're like, hey, tomorrow, man, you're actually going to go out and do some real dangerous stuff. And yet you're nervous about this dumb game. And yet yeah. it permeates through your TV screen. I, I find it wonderful. All right. It is. Uh, and I've been told that it's if you've never been to the game, you, you got to go. It's top three sporting events. So, you know I'd what? I'm going to put it. I'm going to put it. Let's do it. Let's win play show sporting events. We've not been to. That's uh, it's basically a win play show bucket list. 
I will put the Army Navy game at show. I'll put. Mm. And there's so much. I I, I want to do like Duke, North Carolina, but it doesn't really. It seems like it's not as big a deal anymore. Well, what if you? Well, I don't want to throw that curveball at you. What if North. it involved a time machine and you could? Go oh yeah, a game no. that already happened. No, we'll, we got to look. We'll forward, do that Dave. at a later date. We'll look we'll do forward. That at a later. Right. Just just uh, based on the event itself, Army Navy show, Indy 500 place, and I'll do Kentucky Derby win. Indy Have you never been to the Kentucky I, Derby? I, I've not been to any of them, and I know it's they're all three are out of my comfort zone. Not Army the, Navy, but the first two, and I just need to, I just need to be able to be like, what are you crazy? I don't. Why would why would I care about this? I don't. I don't care about mint juleps at all, or smelling gasoline for uh, six hours. But I'm hearing the party atmosphere of it um, makes it all and uh, takes the Kentucky not, Derby takes away. is. To, you've been? Uh, yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, the first big sports story I, I wrote was um, uh-huh. on the Kentucky Derby, and it was it is wild. It's like taking acid and walking into an Us Weekly mixed with like everybody in the world is there, and then you have I mean, it goes from like degenerates in suits with dollar bills printed on them to you know like <laughs> Aaron Rodgers in the Millionaires Row with. Watches all around. I don't know. I imagine that they just have Rolexes strewn about yeah. the floor up there. Rutledge Wood. It was on Laugh Lines this week. He's covered the Kentucky Derby. He's got barbecue show. He's done it all. He's covered uh, NASCAR. He's he also claims I have to go. This I, I didn't know the parting part of it. He's like, there's people vomiting all over the place. You know, oh, you're yeah. gonna see it's gross. You're gonna it's see gross. the high society uh, with you know with the, the all the the mint juleps, like I said, and the crazy hats and the Tom Brady and Giselle and everyone. But there's a another side of it. It's really just I oh, saw the Tom infield Brady. of right. Yeah, the infield at Indy 500 is also that just same thing. That's, he basically yes. said that. Yeah, I really. saw Tom Brady break a chair. Like Tom Brady, I was four feet away from Tom Brady when his chair spontaneously combusted and he just fell on his ass. Really? At a party at the Kentucky Derby. It was wild. Wow. Another cover-up. Another Patriots cover-up. We never yeah, learned about that's, that until That's now. when his decline began. It is. When, mm. can, when that happened, he has not been good since. All right, Charlotte. Win, play, show. Do it. Events you haven't been to. Okay, my show is the Masters. Place is final four and winner I would most like to go to is the NBA finals. Oh, uh, there's so many shit. I know. I, I, those, boy, are how- the, those are like the biggest things that I care about that right. I have not been to that I think would be really, really cool. I to- know that would be great. I feel like uh, there's too many Dave now to put on a bucket list as we're uh, now- north of 50 here. Charlotte's got some time to hit all these. I'm being <laughs> a little kid. <laughs> That's right. But you know, I floated this. Why can't we? I know that why we can't do it in 2020, but shouldn't 2020, maybe our takeaway should be what I say all the time. I I, I admonish people all the time. Don't just survive. Live. Right. Let's start living in 2021. <laughs> let's decide every, I don't know when, like let's circle a Saturday in November or October. And we're like, every year we go on the road to some college football game. I like we it. just, we do it. You know, guys like, you know, Bill Burr does that. Bill Burr and his pals, like that guy uses mm-hmm. his money for good, for his own good. He, um, I'm sure he's charitable as well, but uh, but he travels the literal world going to sporting events. This is the life he leads now. All of his dollars are devoted to this. I would say I would love to go. I have to uh, be precious and put some conditions on these. I'd like to go to Lambeau. I've never been to Lambeau Field, I've been and, but great. I want to go. 
in January and I want it to snow for a playoff game. I want to, I want to be there. This is my list. Can I, can I do my, Oh yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know. What number is this? That number three show. I'll, I'll think about it (laughs) now. I'd like to be, I'd like to be in England in a pub, not at the stadium, because I don't really oh. care that much about what happens in the actual soccer game. Mm. But I'd like to be in an English pub, in a London pub, when England wins the World Cup. I'd like to be there for like a for like a ten hour day, like get there three hours before the game, mm. be drinking pints all day, and then celebrate into the night. I think that way. I I can't imagine what would be more fun, okay. uh, a more fun sports experience. And um, you, I, you might not survive that, though. Like that, that's one where I would fear for my safety. It's not about surviving. It's living. It's about Didn't thriving. They would yeah. know. Yeah. They, that, but I would just do my English accent. I would blend right in. They would be like, right. hey, A Pittsburgh English these, accent. I would these chaps <laughs> are these brilliant. You know, like a lot of that. I like when oh, that's American great. people talk like they're English when they watch soccer. Yeah. They watch football, baseball. They talk like normal people. But well, sudden, English like, people br- starting brilliant with Brilliant strike that. Like you're from Altoona, done it for man. Years. Settle down. I know. Yeah. Um, I where's Altoona? I, it's, uh, where is Altoona? Yeah. It's towards central PA. It's, uh, you okay. know, about a couple hours, uh, east of, uh, of Pittsburgh PA. Okay. Um, I will, um, and also I've never been to any SEC game and yeah. I'd like to go to, people always talk about the Grove. I love tailgating and all that. So I'd like to go to Ole Miss, but they're not good. So what would I care to see what happens once you go Cocktail into the game? party? Yeah. I had all that at Bloomington, Indiana. That's threading the needle, by the way. You want to live and not just survive. If you have some powerhouse team, then you have to worry about the game on Saturday. Oh, you better not lose to Minnesota. Indiana fan, you know, who cares? We're going to mm. probably lose no matter what most years. But you tailgate all day, and you and you couldn't get you couldn't give a good goddamn what happens inside the stadium. Now mm. LSU is serious. I want to go to a night game there. Everybody mm. says that's the greatest. I'd like to I'd like <laughs> to go to Baton Rouge for a big time game against Bama, let's say, or Georgia or otherwise, and watch one of those. That's right. my list. And by the way, we're mentioning rivalries. I got to give uh, one Dave Damashek a pat on the back because in two thousand and seven, I think is when when it was, I got. <laughs> Pete Carroll and Rick, this is a true story. This is one of the greatest achievements of my life. I got Rick Neuheisel and Pete Carroll on the telephone line at the same time. Oh. And I agreed and I had them agree on a conference call on, on the radio in Los Angeles. They agreed in that moment to both wear their home jerseys and return to one of the great traditions in college football, nay, in all of sports, that both UCLA and USC wear their home jerseys against one another it happens again this weekend. Victory Bell game. It harkens for me back to those days in late November and early December when I was a child in Pittsburgh, PA, watching it would be cold, gray sky, rivalry games. And then they mm. would break in late in the afternoon. A sun-baked place on not couldn't be the planet Earth. Who are these two teams playing each other in that sunshine? This isn't our country, is it? It couldn't possibly be both wearing their home jerseys. This is a lawless football land. And I swooned for it. And then they started to wear the white jersey back and forth more traditionally. Yeah. I corrected that wrong. And Rick Neuheisel and Pete Carroll agreed in that moment. They both took penalties um, in the ensuing game. Yeah, that's true. This is a true story. This is that. I talked to Wade Phillips and asked him to wear Bum Phillips's 10 gallon hat and the jacket right, that and everything yeah. at the Super Bowl. He did that. That's one that's a number, another great achievement of my life. And three is having my children. There you go. 
And yes, you're right. you right. UCLA, USC. I was going to go over it. Just without fans, this seems like such a. And the teams aren't nah, that great. We don't have to talk. The USC about will game. make it. USC two and a half, sixty-two and a half. No fans. No Charlotte, are you impressed this. with that? With, with what I did with that jersey? Wildly. That's a true story. You don't yes. care, but it's a great. That's a great. Well, so it's the gr- blue and the red, right? It's just the the blue and yellow. The uh, car- right. The card. Yeah. I'm they, very they call impressed, it a Dave, USC. Truly. And then the right. Okay. No, it's. <laughs> I'm great. not being an asshole. Those are great, uh, and they should not be ditched, those uniform jerseys. Now, on the other hand, I don't know what Dave's win play show was. I'm so, I I know all those events. We missed them because he went so I'm going Lambeau. I think a whole day at Lambeau, if it's appropriate weather, meaning cold, snowy, Mm -hmm. playoff game, or late December, a game of import. I think I, I don't think you can beat that in the sports world from having never been there. I gather from what, what everybody says, it's great. You know what is cool, though, is when you think about I don't know. I was thinking about these things and this year's been this year sucked because my favorite part about my job and the thing that I think I'm best at is going places and writing about it or doing Mm. videos about or basically like showing people what it would be like to be there. And I was thinking I was sort of bummed. And then I was like, but think about all the cool like how cool is it to be able to have a bucket list of things I haven't done because I've done a lot of the ones I want to. So maybe. There's like a, you know, silver lining. Yeah, slow your here. roll a little. You're burning right? through these a little too quickly, I think. Yeah. And I think Dave, it's... I think I think you need to change that whole uh, surviving over living. I think it's right now it's surviving. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's it's Honestly, surviving. like in yeah. 2020, <laughs> it's like just stay alive. Yeah. <laughs> At least for the next six or seven months. Espe- I mean, especially really, really focus on that if your IQ has dropped over the course of the last 45 minutes. Really, <laughs> every every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, it's I a come lot out of people. a little dumber. It's a lot of people. <laughs> hey, but maybe your bank account will go up if you take our extra points for extra pay parlay. Just reminding you. Uh, FanDuel.com slash extra points, Minnesota plus seven and a half, Minnesota, Tampa Bay over 51 and a half and under 48 and a half in the Seattle, New York Jets game goes from plus 465 to plus 550. That's our extra points for extra pay parlay. Charlotte, you started that. You started that saying just a reminder. And I was like, oh, we're just done. Oh, no, no, no. You have to say your goodbyes and give your plugs and tell us what's going on for the weekend. Well, what's going on for the weekend is, you know, sitting in my house. Um, mm-hmm. But I we have a new people's sports podcast that dropped yesterday. We had Chris Long on, which was fun. He taught me how to be a um, UVA basketball fan. I wrote about it and it was very fun to write about my first uh, week as a Virginia basketball fan. Their second game was canceled. So if the season is a bust, it's probably my <laughs> fault. Um, what else? I had. uh I had a lot of stuff come out this week. So just follow me uh, at the Wilder Things. Oh, there's a there, this was a fun one. Um, there's the account Art But Make It Sports on Instagram um, mm-hmm. where they make memes. This guy, LJ Raider, makes memes out of um, putting sports stuff having to do with art. And yeah. it sounds a little confusing, but it's an amazing account. So everyone should follow Art But there Make It go. Sports and, and read what I wrote about it. But at the Wilder Things and you can see all of the content. Charlotte is at the Wilder Things and uh, will not be going to the Army Navy game. Doesn't care. Not even on our list. I could, no. I know there's so much. There's so much. Dave, I do support uh, the troops though. At Damashek, I do too. I was. I go back and forth with it, but I decided I'd support the troops. Yeah, I'd go. I'd yeah. go. Good. You got to. You've got to. I, I don't like. I also don't like getting yelled at on Twitter these days. That's, I'm, I'm shouting out people. <laughs> I want to stop doing things on on social media. Stop telling me read this. You have to. You have to respect this. People, that's in broad. 
Gotta respect the way this guy approaches the game. Shut uh, up. Don't tell me what I gotta do. Uh, no, no, uh, I've been telling people to read stuff. I've never gotten more homework than I have this year from, from people. <laughs> oh my I, God, I have I no know. idea who they are. If you read but, one thing, it's gotta be that. All right, okay. listen, I'll make my own choices. You know thank Yeah, you. I've already now. read one thing. So thank you. We'll Dave can't on. read. Now That's I appreciate. Right. Well, uh, yeah, well, and now I've turned Charlotte, but I know those numbers, though, don't I? Do you know that uh, from Super Bowl six to Super Bowl fourteen, all number twelve QBs were the oh winners? A lot of number twelves on the losing side too, as uh, Sal's Roger Staubach can tell you. Now, Ouch. um, I know that one hits close to home for you, Sal. Yes, minus three. That's that. I I, I request nay. I demand that you listen to minus three. If you listen to mm. one podcast besides the one you're listening to now. Find a little bit extra time. It's a fun one with uh, with Schwartz, uh, Spaghetti, and Ross Tucker. Beautiful, and he's at Damashek. And like I said, I'm going to say it one more time. I mean, you 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 could you could you don't have this second to get to it. You could do it all weekend, but do it now before the numbers change. Minnesota plus seven and a half. The over fifty one and a half in Minnesota. Tampa under forty eight and a half in Seattle. Jets. That's worth plus five fifty to you. Come Sunday night, Savenge. Dave's pointing to the Savenge T-shirt in the background. Uh, it begins now. It's all <laughs> in the rear view mirror. We're starting fresh. Oh, and oh, number Dave, seven, ready to roll. Just like the Pittsburgh Steelers. I want to remind a lot of people out there, even though you may feel like an underdog this week, please remember you're all my favorites. Good night. <laughs>